Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Today's show is going to be a little bit of everything. Going to be a lot of fun, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. My name is Chris, that's Bill, that's Mike. We're going to Beverly to hang out at Cork and Carry, talk with our friend Kramer over there. You know, he does that segment every once in a while. It is what it is. On top of that segment, though, we're going to go behind the scenes a little bit, looking at the parade from the perspective of a guy who's been on that route now for decades over at Cork and Carry, the epicenter of what happens on Western Avenue during that huge Southside tradition. Our buddy Butch Zemar is coming down here. Remember, he spent an awful lot of time on aircraft carriers working on fighter jets. I want to get his perspective on what it takes to shoot down a balloon. And I mentioned before I was on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail recently. Well, I had a ghost experience. Neil Gibbons, a Southside ghost hunter. He runs Graveside Paranormal, giving tours all over the Southside. He's going to listen to my story along with you and let me know whether or not I had contact with an actual ghost recently. It's all brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions, named one of the Southland's best for multiple years in a row. They handle anything that protects your foundation, keeps water out of your basement. Family and veteran owned and operated for over a decade, and now they bring you express service. If you know what you want, you can look at the cost of the job right on the website. No surprises. Make your order and schedule it on site immediately for quick service. Or you can give them a call if you have any questions. 708-330-4466. They're your basement's best defense. See everything they have to offer and check out the new express service at familydry.com. All right, let's hit the road. All right, I'm at Cork and Carey on Western Avenue, 106th and Western. Kramer's here. He's been on Southside Pod before. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Well, yeah. Can I ask you something? Sure. How's your head? What, from the garage door? From the garage door, yeah, right. From the, uh, in the basement. This is the problem with when I talk about things that happen in my life. No, it was great. People make fun of me for it. I don't LOL often, but I LOL'd <laughs> on that one. All right, so you got the parade coming up. Yes, sir. You're excited about this. Oh, we're pumped. Okay, this Ready is like the biggest day. I've had people up and down Western and have places tell me this is a huge day. Oh, absolutely. For, for businesses up and down Western oh, yeah, Avenue yeah. that have people in there. And you guys are packed. Last year, we were in here, yeah. and, and and we were giving out a ton of stuff. We're going to be back here again this Good. year. Yeah, Can't wait for you. it. Yeah. Oh, Good. yeah. And, and, and this is the epicenter, I always tell people, of the parade. If yeah. you're in here or standing in front of it. The nucleus, yeah. This is where you want to be for the Southside Irish yep. Parade, right? 100%. Absolutely. So yeah. what is that day like for you? Uh, let's see. Well, I get out of here probably around 5 in the morning of the night before because, you know, we literally take all the tables out and, you know, I got to rope off the parking lot and, you know, just it's it's hectic, but it's 
we That's right. It. it is wide open when you yeah, come in it's here. Wi- I mean, yeah, you're right. We, when you walk in, there isn't a table in the place. We, I mean, we need all the room. You know. <laughs> I mean, and I'm I'm not gonna say I'm I'm not gonna say what I want to say because I w- I don't want to jinx myself. But right. there's a certain element we always hope is ideal. You know, the weather. Okay, you said it, it's so I don't weather. have to. No, yeah. I know this. But we, yes, yeah, yeah, it's the weather. It's a, yeah. like you want the weather to be not too warm. Because then no, it's it'll, too warm. it'll yeah. be insane, right? Uh, it, the more the merrier. Let's oh, go. No, you're okay oh, with yeah. that. You're okay with insanity. Yeah. 100%. Right. Weather guides, yes. The warmer, the better. 100%. All right. So the last time you were on Southside Pod, you complained about a few things that people do wrong. 100%. Or, or, and, yeah. and talking about things that people need to do better. A little yeah. Southside common sense with yeah. Kramer. Uh, is there any wisdom you want to impart on people when it comes to the parade? Um, bring cash. Um, yeah. Literally, um, I love that cash is king here because you know what? I was just yelling about this on a previous show that I went to a brewery and they wouldn't accept anything except for a card. And I was like, whoa, yeah, I got a lot of cash. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, yeah. I mean, no one cares. So we do charge five bucks at the door and we would we five have whole to, dollars, huh? Five whole big ones. Yeah. <laughs> but no, hold on. I'm, we have to we have to hold on to people's IDs and they have to use the ATM strictly to give us the five bucks because they don't have cash even to get in here. Is it a certain age group that doesn't have cash? I think you know the answer yeah. to your own question, but yeah, yeah. Like I walk around, oh, I'm yeah. 45 years old, yes. I have cash on yes. me at all times. Me too. I'm not going to brag too much if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, oh, we do but this? I have a money clip, and I keep the smallest bill on the outside because that's what a grown man does. You know, a child puts the biggest bill on the outside. That's a great money clip. Yeah, the grown all you need man is puts, this, though. Oh, look at that. <laughs> you're right, but no, it's the younger age group, but right. you know, it, it's just the way that it is. You yeah. know? I mean, but... Yeah, bring cash and uh, behave yourselves. You probably do a lot of people watching during a parade. It's, it's phenomenal, PG. Right, people watching. What, what are the what? What any type of person sticks out to you the most? Is it the is it the kiss me I'm Irish uh, group that's walking around and uh, and they're they're dressed up to kill? Uh, last year, I had uh, a couple of young men that were helping me out. Single yeah. men who were helping me set up and everything like yeah. that. And their jaws were on the floor because it was spring and the girls were putting oh, on great. their best outfits oh, yeah. to come it's in awesome. as a South yeah. Irish parade. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, yeah, I mean, we, as a, I'm plugging myself here, as a single heterosexual male, yeah, I tend to check out the female <laughs> that come in here. Um, but no, everyone, like, like you said, like, it's just kind of weird because like as many years as I've been doing this, especially on parade day, except those stupid COVID years and the years that they just... Like, of course, yeah, like yeah. me and Bill, you know, and all of us, like, yeah, like the couple of years that they decided not to have it, I, we thought was ridiculous, but it was getting rowdy. And it's just like, I'm not blaming suburban people or anything, but it's like from 12 to four, you won't know a soul in here because it's people that are just on the parade route. Then four, like neighborhood people, they get done with their parties and then they come, they come up here. They come wandering up to yeah, the fork. Yeah, and, you get and it's like, a good time, you know, yeah. and it's a good time from 12, you know, at the beginning, it's just different you know but everyone gets to have fun um tip your bartenders and you know bring cash for bring cash yeah bring you know? cash to the south side Irish we're gonna parade. have a great band uh they're probably gonna start around four ish um, all right uh you don't know their names mark taylor no mark taylor all right there we go okay you know go mark right? yeah. Yeah, yeah he's real good all uh, right before i let you go one more question not even related to the south side Irish yeah. parade kramer uh you guys do a thing, food trucks on Friday. Yeah. I saw a social media post where you were asking for suggestions 
for food trucks. And while that's a great social media thing, get people involved, have them name food trucks you should be bringing in over the, the summer months, the yeah. spring, summer, into the fall months, yeah. you must have a favorite. You, you're here all the time. What's, uh, what's your food truck pick on the south side right now? Uh, cheesies. What, which one? What was it Cheesies? That, uh, cheesies? Grilled cheese one? Yeah. It just does grilled cheeses? Yeah. It was fin- was that- Why don't I have a food truck? I'm asking the bartender. Grill- yeah. Really? Uh, and it's different types. They have, you know, one with like jalapeno and, you know, then they have like chicken tenders on one. It's phenomenal. It's, yeah, get here for that because that's the one to go to. But right. everyone does well. I mean, Calabria has a real nice food truck. You know, I'll plug a south side business here. But yeah, we all do good. All right, that's awesome. I gotta ask. Wait, I, one more thing. Remember, you gotta ask me a question. Is, well, no, oh, you're gonna what, ask me a question. No, it is what it is. All right, I got all right, one. All right. And, you know, now that we have the video, because yeah. I personally wore this. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, you got an is so, what it is for me. Yeah, I do. All right, let's go. People that consider pets their children drive me crazy. <laughs> and so here's the thing. I, I got, have three children. Got, See, I have three. You're a single yes. heterosexual male. Yes, you already explained yeah. this to me, right? Yeah. I am a married okay. heterosexual male with three children. Are they animals Ra- or are they children? Ranging from 17, no, real children, from <laughs> okay. 17 yeah. down to seven. Yeah. Okay. And they're a little bit more difficult than the 100%, dog. 100%. Yeah. Like, I have a dog. Right. But the dog is a dog. Yeah, exactly. It's the same as it's a child. It's a dog. It is not a child. I had a kid yeah. come. I had a kid look at me the other day and ask me whether or not heaven was real. Yeah. And I had to have an existential conversation for two hours with a seven-year-old. The dog doesn't ask that question. Very different. So, you know, you're on social media. Obviously, you have to do a lot of social media and you like you see an Instagram account and it's dog mom or, you know, cat, do- cat, cat dad. It's like, come on. Like... <laughs> But anyways, a backstory on that. So my, my, my brother and sister and their better halves, they have two small dogs. And they're just, oh, did you check on Louie? Did you check on Finn? Like, so we went out to dinner up north. My brother used to live in the West Loop. And so we're, my sister's a nurse, so she had to work on Christmas. So we're, you know, exchanging gifts, stuff like that. And her, my brother-in-law goes, did you check on Louie? Because they have, like, one of those cameras at their house. You can check on the dog. Right. So anyways, my sister goes to my brother's tree and she's like, well, actually, come to think of it. And she just throws me this gift. And here's why I'm glad the camera's on. Oh, this is great. All right. So if you're listening on the podcast, go to the YouTube channel to see the shirt he's going to show off. World's best dog uncle. And these are the two dogs. And there's two dogs on it. Somebody spent money on that. My sister did. Yeah. That's you terrible. Know. So I was down in Florida with Bill our, and our, my guys and we were going to get beer and this lady's like, Oh, that's so nice. You must be a great uncle. I'm like, no, oh, yeah, sure. I'm just yeah. wearing this shirt because I'm, I'm in Florida, uncle. man. Yeah. I'm an uncle. I'm an uncle. I yeah. slip him a $20 exactly. bill at every party. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> so, yeah. No, I had to bust this shirt out, especially when I saw that you did the that video. That we were doing the camera. The, uh, yeah. All right, all right. So, yeah. All right. C. Kramer and the wonderful staff at Cork and Carry, yeah. 106th and Western. Uh, the parade is on the 12th. Bring cash yeah. and uh, dress up real nice, yeah. and hopefully we get some beautiful <laughs> weather and, and act accordingly while you're out here. At the South Side Irish. Are we going to do this again? Or? We are going to continue. All right, to cheers. Do this. I like having you, awesome. my friend. Yeah. All right. Good. Cheers. Another good interview on the South Side Pod. How come Mike and me are never invited to these things? I want to go. Me too. You never invite us. Maybe next time. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. 
put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Joining me on the phone right now, he's been down here at the uh, Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar before. Neil Gibbons is a... A ghost hunter, I guess is the best way to say it. From Graveside Paranormal, they give tours around the south side. He also is one of the Paranormal Guys on the Paranormal Guys podcast, and he's on with me right now. How are you, Neil? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you, bud? Good, man. I had a I had a weird event, and I wanted to bring you on because I wanted to describe it to you, and then I wanted you to tell me whether or not I drank too much or <laughs> if I really had a ghost encounter. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about it. I don't want to waste your time. But after it happened, I was like, I have to bring Neil on the show and I have to ask it. I want to tell him all about this. And then I want him to tell me, does that make sense? Well, no, you know what? It, it's good that you do that. The reason why, Chris, is I get emails all the time. And don't get me wrong. I have to weed out who I think is. And I, I hate to use the term a little nuts because I do get some, you know, like I'm like, eh, I don't really think so. But I do get people who have serious uh, issues. We've gone to people's homes where, like, they have serious issues. They just want to know an answer of what's going on. So, yeah, I don't mind you reaching out to me doing that. It's what I do. This is how I get down. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. And and I, I waited to tell you the story on purpose uh, so that you could hear it fresh uh, just when the Southside Pod listeners are listening to it as well. So a couple of weeks ago, I went on a trip that I've done for the last couple of years down to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Now, this time we decided to go outside of Louisville to Bardstown. We eventually made it to Frankfurt, but we spent a lot of time in Bardstown, Kentucky. And the first night I get in on the plane, we went to one distillery. I had two drinks probably. I was gearing up for the next day because the next day was going to be an entire day of drinking. So I know I didn't go crazy because I was purposefully getting myself geared up for like three straight days of distilleries in the morning at 9 a.m. and and ending the day late and then, and then finding my way home. So I knew what my plan was. So we get to Bardstown. I'm the person driving everybody because I was the sober guy. We check into the old Talbot Tavern. Now, Talbot Tavern and the and the inn that's there and also the, the, the inn that's next to it, which is not as old, but it is something that dates back into the 1800s, uh, the, the original thing is established in 1779. So this is, the, this is like the oldest bourbon bar in the country, one of the oldest taverns in the country. They, they list the people that stayed in this tavern. I mean, we're talking former presidents. We're talking Revolutionary War heroes. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. You know, like Jesse James was there. He shot like six shots into the wall at some point. And later, I did learn, after I looked this up, they've had several deaths there. They had an entire family where the, the, the dad buys the place. And all the kids, all five of them pass away within a year. 
They 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 had they had a lot of people that that died there, and there was a jail that was on the property at some point where they also had the gallows. So there would have been a lot of death around this place. Now I don't know this when I first check in. Instead, I check into a place that's very quaint. I go into a room. I'm by myself because the guy who's coming to join me isn't showing up until the next day. And so he's my roommate. Everybody else has a roommate there in different rooms. The The room has been modernized a little bit where it's got like the key card so you can hear the door as it unlocks and, and locks again. So I lock myself in for the night, watch a little bit of television, roll over in the bed with my back to the door and go to sleep. Sometime around three o'clock in the morning, I hear the door click as if somebody's coming in the room. Now, my first instinct is one of these idiots has a key, right? They're coming in, the the you know, act like a fool because they're probably drinking in the other room. Okay. So I turn over right away, take my phone, hit the flashlight thing, look across the room at the door. There's nothing there. I'm looking around the room like there's nobody in the room. I'm like, that's really weird. As I'm pointing the flashlight at the door, I hear the door lock itself. I actually hear the mechanism in the door lock. So I'm like, okay, that's really strange, but it's probably just broken. I don't care. And I roll back over. Right. About 6.30 in the morning is when the encounter happens. I'm laying in the bed, back to the door, and I hear, I wake up again to the lock. I don't roll over because I'm like, that's stupid. You're being an idiot. There's no reason for you to worry about the lock. That thing's broken. You checked it at three o'clock in the morning. And now all of a sudden I hear footsteps coming across the room very quickly. And I hear something breathe above me. And when I go to turn over, I can't. It feels like something's pushing on me and it immediately gets really cold, like super cold. Like all of a sudden it was like somebody had turned on the air conditioner on high and I can't move. Like I'm trying to roll, but I can't. I don't feel anything really on me. I just kind of feel like this pressure. And then I just hear this, this like guttural like noise that could have just been a noise or could have been something telling me to get out. And then it's like, it lets go of me instantaneously. I flip over. I'm like shaking. I'm like, what the heck? I'm looking around. I take the flashlight. I shine it at the door. And as I'm looking around the room and shining at the door, I hear the door relock itself. Now, I didn't go back to bed. At this point, I get up, turn on the lights, flipped on the TV, and started getting ready for the day. And I was like, I'm not sleeping again in this room alone. Like, I was like, it, it just completely freaked me out. Now, later, I read that the old Talbot Tavern is actually known as being haunted and that people have reported that at times they have been sp- uh, visited by a spirit that holds them down in the bed for a moment and won't let them move. Was I drunk or did I have an encounter with a ghost? Well, there's a thing that's called hag syndrome. Okay. Uh, hag syndrome is a thing that happens to people when there is a presence in a home or whatever place you were at, where by legendary folklore is that an old hag is sitting on your chest as you sleep and you're hearing breathing and you're having a hard time yourself breathing and you're, you're struggling inside either left or right or just to try to get up, but no matter what you're paralyzed. Yeah, I was definitely paralyzed. That's for sure. There's also a uh, thing called sleep paralysis, which is a regular thing that does happen in the human body. It's uh, sleep paralysis happens for people when we fall asleep and we fall into a deep sleep. So I have to give you uh, the part of the haunted part, and then I have to give you the natural part that happens in each and every one of us, okay? So when we have dreams of like we're fighting or we're getting into a fight or a death or anything like that, so we fall into a deep sleep, almost like what you're talking about, 
so we don't act out physically, so we don't hit our partner in the bed or jump up and start running around like a maniac. So it's sometimes a natural thing that happens in, the, in your body called sleep paralysis. But if you're all of a sudden getting a lot of people in the same place that are saying that this is happening, uh, it could be a thing that they call Hag syndrome. Did you feel something entering into the room you said, right? It, it felt like something walked up to me and then it felt right. like something was like, as if something was just holding me down with his hands while I was laying on my side. Right. So you're not the only one who's had symptoms like this before. I've actually, I've had it myself where I feel like something is inside the room. It enters inside the room and you feel it coming closer to you, but you can't wake up. But then all of a sudden you start feeling pressure and you can't move your arms or anything like that. And eventually it just ends and you wake up, you move around, you're like, holy, whatever. Right. I can't believe this happened. So that's either sleep paralysis, which is a natural thing inside your body. Or I would go towards the Hag syndrome. The reason why is because there's something inside there that's been affecting more than just you. Right. So what you're saying is that it's happened before. So it's possible it, 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 it could happen again. Oh yeah. But me going on a Wikipedia page, I can find, or like, even like on their own website where they, where they have like ghost stories from the old Talbot Inn. And I didn't look this up till afterwards. I didn't even look this up until after it was over. Cause I was like, I wonder if there are any ghosts in this thing. I'm looking it up afterwards. And they're describing things like that. They also described the, uh, the floating, uh, pretty young lady who floats over the bed every once in a while. And I was like, how did I not get that when I was in the room by myself with my right. wife? At home? <laughs> you know, like every guy is like, damn, why did I get that? Man? Yeah, she was in a different room that night. <laughs> what, what that is described as this thing called a succubus. It's actually a demonic uh, entity. Oh, I don't want that done. That's amazing. There's so much here to unpack, but basically either I, I imagined it because I was sleeping or I, I had a ghost. That's, that's where I'm at right now. And we're leaning towards ghost because other people have experienced the same thing there. The only reason why I'm saying that you probably had the hag syndrome is because of the other people that it's happened to. It sounds like to me that we definitely have an entity inside this building. You also, because of the doors that are unlocking and locking, that you might have an earthbound spirit or possibly a residual haunting. So I would definitely say that just from what you're telling me alone, I would walk into it with these notes saying to myself, well, this is something that is a constant, so we're going to test out certain things. So I would lean more towards, to answer your question, that there is a great possi- a bigger possibility that you actually had Hag syndrome. Neil Gibbons is a ghost hunter. You can check him out on the podcast, Paranormal Guys. Uh, it's the word pair, P-A-I-R, uh, normal guys. Uh, it's kind of a play on words, which I think is really cool. And then also a graveside paranormal. Check that out if you want to go on a ghost hunting tour and, and try out all the really cool stuff that Neil has brought in here before. We'll have to have him bring back in here again. Uh, some of the some of the fun little things that he does to try to find out whether or not there's a spirit there. The one thing he won't bring into the house, though, is he won't bring in the thing that talks to spirits because he doesn't want to do that in my home. And I appreciate that, Neil. I really do. I don't, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to take the chance of no, something weird. I don't want, look, if there's something walking around in here, I don't want to know, Neil. I just don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, you're exactly right. <laughs>
If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. Which Zemar is back down here, my good friend. Uh, he's got a podcast on the broadcast basement on demand radio network, the Zemar podcast. He talks insurance. I know that gets the blood going, but uh, he also does tell stories about his time on aircraft carriers and scuba diving and coaching hockey and just all this. Do you ref hockey too? No, not yet. Not yet. Considered it. You saw this thing with the balloons, right? And then all of a sudden we got our military shooting down balloons after they shoot down the one that's over the Atlantic. That's the Chinese spy balloon, but then they go and they shoot down some other ones. It comes out that they're shooting them down with missiles and people immediately are like, Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Don't we have machine guns on these things? I've seen top gun and these missiles are like $400,000 and people get all whipped up. Now you used to work on fighter jets. That's what you used to do, right? That's correct. All right. So is it really that big of a deal that they used a missile? Uh, the quick answer is no, uh, okay. because they're constantly being made and they're constantly being trained. And so they use missiles in old open fields they, uh, for target practice. They're shooting them for target practice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Was, my dad was on the phone. He's like, you believe this? You believe this? He fired off a $400,000. He got himself all whipped up reading about this, right? He, he fired off a $400,000 missile. Don't they have machine guns on these things? Yeah. Like, like, what the heck? Just like, duh, 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 duh. it's a balloon, right? What are we using a $400,000 missile for? Like, he's fired up. Like, somebody's taking $400,000 out of his bank account. And rightly so. It's taxpayer dollars. But uh, just what, just to add to it is there's a, and there's a procedure for everything in the military. Everything is spelled out, even how to brush your teeth. If right? you're shooting something down, you go to missiles. Uh, I, that's my guess. And Why that, a heat seeker, though? They missed on the first one, right? So they miss on the balloon. And they're like, because we fired a heat-seeking sidewinder. And I'm like, at a balloon? Like, that seems stupid to me. And then they fired the other one. So really, it was $800,000 of missiles. It's really hard to say, but my assumption is they were making assumptions on the balloon. And so, therefore, they felt that the... They were assuming the balloon was going off some heat. The flip side is is the the oxymoron that everything's state-of-the-art in the military, right? They were probably just... They could have been just winging it, too, which happens... (laughs) It happens more often than you think. Then they go back and rewrite the book and say, this didn't work, and here's why, and this is how we do it, including brushing your teeth before you get in the cockpit. Well, I think one of the funnier things was that I saw like just this week I saw that the pilot who shot the balloon down took a selfie flying past the balloon like the whole the whole country's in a tizzy and this kid this kid's up there and he's taking a selfie going like Mach 3 by a balloon before he shoots it down with a missile like he had the he had his best day ever is what that guy did right he got back like like after something happens you were you wartime on the aircraft carrier or no no I got out right before the war started any kind of like missions though that they would come back from and everybody be kind of pumped up or everything was routine everything was routine yeah so there's never a point where like they come home because i was wondering like do you ever get that moment where like you know tom cruise gets out of the plane and he hugs you because mm-hmm. you worked on the plane because that's what all those guys were standing there like the there's the pilot and then there's the 1500 guys that actually got the pilot up in the air and landed him again right that's correct right and, so yeah. i mean like i was wondering if you ever got to be like part of the like yeah I'm, I'm imagining massive celebration after the balloon was shot down drinks partying girls everybody's excited meanwhile the press runs with the four hundred thousand dollar missile story 
I was going to say, uh, they're still human, right? And yeah. so they're they're probably listening to this podcast right now, even though they're in the middle of the, the ocean somewhere. Right. Uh, I shot the hell out of that balloon. Like, right? Yes. <laughs> they are human, right? And, and I tell you, that not everybody could fly a jet um, uh, in general, but but then to be a fighter pilot on top of it to do that kind of thing, you know, like um, um, some of them are straight shooters and then other ones are like your listeners, right? They like to have fun. They they. They're, they're loose, they like beer, they like craft beer. And so, like, there's a lot of good things about the people that are there. I think that the military misses out sometimes on, like, good promotion, right? So when they shot down the little balloons, like the one that was over Lake Huron, it, it sounds like it was, like, like a weather enthusiast group from Illinois got, like, a balloon kit and launched this thing. This thing had to be the smallest balloon ever. Like, the fact that not only was it picked up, and it was picked up because, like, they started slowing. They started looking for slower things after the Chinese spy balloon. So not only was it picked up, but somebody shot something out of the sky that was probably smaller than the missile that he fired. Because that's a hell of a shot to hit, like, a tiny little balloon with a missile, right? 100%. I agree. Yeah, they need to do more promotion on the good stuff because yeah. you're going to recruit. That's why Top Gun back in the 80s did a good job for recruiting. And then um, they probably should use this as a little recruiting ad um, and uh, had a little fun shooting right. a balloon. Join yeah. the Navy, shoot down balloons. Yeah. That sounds like fun to me. <laughs> sounds right? like a blast. Wrapping up the show with the Southside Bulletin Board brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. Full Taster Bar, amazing CBD products, and they are in their new location now, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. See all they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com. So over the winter, a lot of the artisanal markets went away. A little hibernation. Well, spring is here, and they're back. Flipside Brewing is hosting the first one in Tinley Park. It's going to be on the 19th of March from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. 7144 183rd Street in Tinley. Beers, burgers, and a big bazaar. We're talking home decor, local art, jewelry, self-care, one-of-a-kind items that artists and makers bring to this bazaar. Plus, you got craft beer, you got good food. Sip, shop, eat, drink, splurge, do some shots, chill, and support some local artists. Mark your calendars for the 19th of March. Tinley Park has a lot going on when it comes to breweries. Hailstorm Brewing this weekend has Mark Taylor playing live Friday night, 6 p.m. Free show, no cover, 6 to 9, kitchens open, all ages. A working brewery with a great tap room and incredible beer hall. Go out and have some fun in Tinley. Or you can go to Crestwood, 9 p.m. Until 1 in the morning in the wee hours, Meltdown will be at the Thirsty Beaver. 5599 127th Street in Crestwood. On Saturday in Blue Island, Shadoobie will be at the Lyric Theater. That is a classic rock band. What I like about them the most is that not only do they have your basic instruments for a classic rock band, they also have a blues harp in the band. I may be there when doors open at 7.30 just to see what a blues harp is. If you have anything for the Southside Bulletin Board, reach out to us. You can contact us through the form or the voicemail option at southsidepod.com. Our look ahead to the next program brought to you by SidSauce.net Small Batch Flavor Pack Sauces. They are developed right here on the Southside with peppers grown on the Southside. There is a different heat 
and a different flavor for every type of food you can think of. The only place I get my hot sauces, and pretty much all of you listening can get them delivered for free to your door. Get more information and check out all the sauces at SidSauce.net. We got a message on the contact form this week from the mayor of one of these Southside villages, towns, however you would describe it, asking why Southside Pod has not been to his place very often. So we will have that mayor talking about his town on this show because he's a big Southside Pod fan. And if you're the mayor of a town, you're pretty much getting a microphone whenever you want it around here. And that's big listenership. Find out who it was that wants more Southside Pod in their town on the next episode of Southside Pod. Subscribe anywhere podcasts can be found and always at SouthsidePod.com. It's the Southside! It's the Southside! It's Southside Pod! Thanks for listening! Thanks for tuning in to the Southside Pod! Y'all come back now, here.